there, it's Toby, and before you get started on this episode, I wanted to tell you about our sponsor, Retro Pop Relics. Retro Pop Relics has been creating some of the coolest 3D printed giant video game cartridges. If you visit RetroPopRelics.com, you can see a bunch of the cartridges that are already available. You can get Super Smash Brothers, Paper Mario, Super Mario World, Pokemon Red, Blue, Yellow, and even Green. These are perfect decorations for your game room. So again, go check out RetroPopRelics.com. And if you use the promo code Genie at checkout, you'll get 10% off RetroPopRelics.com. Enjoy the show. Welcome to Single Levels Podcast. We're doing a special edition right now, a cutscene. You know, like in between games, there's always cutscenes. Please don't skip this one, though. Don't hit X. Stay with us because your soul is mine. Humans are so unpredictable. <laughs> I'm viewer one, Sub Toby. Those were $500 sunglasses, asshole. And I am player two, Scorpion Goose. Where do you get these guys? I always knew you were a sub, Toby. <laughs> <laughs> well, usually we do a retro video game review show, but on these cutscenes, we, we've done this once before and we called it a secret stage, but we were rebranding because that was so long ago. This is the cutscene where we're going to watch a movie based on a video game property. Yes, we're planning on doing a bunch of these. And, like, cartoons and shit like that, too. We said that before, but now, take us seriously. Take us seriously. We are are meant to be dealt with seriously now. Damn it. There probably won't be a rage meter or anything like that, but who knows? Some shit may still happen. We'll see. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see. Um, So, for this rebranded movie-watching session, we are talking about Mortal Kombat, goobs. Fuck yeah, we are. Now, because this is the secret levels, and I'm I'm a sucker for my details, I'm still going to give you some details and stuff. No story time? <laughs> no, no. Story time will be the whole episode. <laughs> so real quick, uh, the details oh, on this movie. Let's fucking, let's beat the deets. <laughs> so this was released August 18th, 1995. It was directed by Paul W.S. Anderson. He's so cool. He had two initials in his name. This was produced by Threshold Entertainment and distributed by New Line Cinema. I, I know this movie brought me to the threshold when I was 12. <laughs> Goobs, will you tell us who this movie stars? Yes. Yes, I will. Well, a few of the stars, at least, what you ever sent me to read, because Toby, in all honesty, Toby's like, I don't want to read them because I'm going to fuck them up. So it's your yeah. turn to fuck shit up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so 
The first one is Robin, Robin Shue. And uh, you should have sent me who they played, Toby. That would have helped out. Uh, I believe that you is Luke Kang. Okay. That is Luke Kang. Kerry Hayojuku Tagawa. Kerry Hayuki Tayagwa. Okay. Shang Tsung. Lyndon Ashby. That's easy. Bridget Wilson. That's also easy. That. Well, that was that was Johnny Cage, and Bridget Wilson is Sonya. Johnny Cage is like the actor who played him. His name is Lyndon. Yes. Yes. <laughs> I better not laugh too hard. I'll get punched in the balls. <laughs> uh, Talisa Soto and Christopher Lambert. That's uh, Katana. That's Katana, and then that's Raiden. There's a bunch of like side characters and stuff. We're just talking about the yeah. main ones. So this movie has a runtime of 101 minutes. If you have 101 minutes to spare, then maybe hit play. And uh, this is pretty cool. This movie had a budget of 18 million. And the box office was a hundred and twenty-two point one million. Shit, they're feeding all yeah, that. Yeah, no wonder there was combat, man. Well, yeah, dude, it was fucking Mortal Mondays. I oh, think by this God. time, I want to say one thing about Christopher Lambert first. Uh, yeah, wasn't Highlander all about like electricity too? Like there was something to do with lightning and shit in that movie. I really don't know the Highlander series that well. I, I, I know, like, there must only be one. I remember him, like, the store getting hit by lightning. So did that, like, turn him into Raiden? I could be totally wrong, but <laughs> that's my memories of Highlander. I haven't watched that movie in fucking years. Yeah, I don't know. I, I, I've, It's been even longer for me, I, I'm sure. Okay, so let's start talking about this fucking movie. The opening scene... We're, I'm, I'm, I'm hoping to hit all the beats, that way we can kind of discuss them, but I feel like this needs to be discussed. So the opening scene shows two people fighting, and it's it's Shang Tsung, and he's fighting someone who you don't know, and they're talking to Liu Kang, and this young-looking kid gets killed. Liu Kang jumps out of bed. He was asleep and he wakes up, right? He had the he had a dream that Shang Tsung was killing I, you, you assume his brother or something, yes. right? Oh, yeah, it's totally his brother. Oh yeah, spoiler alerts. <laughs> yeah, lots of spoiler alerts. I love this movie and I feel like I need to say that now, but I tried to watch this with a very very critical eye just to see what goofy shit is really cuz I've always just watched it as a fanboy and I was like I'm going to find stuff. I've never noticed it but Luke King jumps out of bed after having the nightmare and he walks over to like a telegram that he has from Western Union and it's it, this is yes. exactly what it says. Luke King, brother dead, returned home, grandfather. <laughs> and he has that dream based on that telegram I guess. <laughs> yeah, I like, don't know why but your I found soul this is mine. <laughs> the acting is like top so notch, like over the top in this movie, and it's so fucking great. Yes. Oh, it sure is. Okay, so you, you see that, you see the facts, and then all of a sudden, you're in a fucking nightclub with music just bumping as hard as it can, and all yeah, of a sudden, like some like heavy metal, like hardcore band playing. <laughs> yes, and this fucking chick whips out this big shotgun. <laughs> It's it's Sonya and Jax, and they're making their way through this uh, this venue. Trust me, we'll get back up. And she's like, I don't trust anyone besides this one woman I know. Me. <laughs> she <laughs> says something real corny like that. They are going through this crowd. Did you notice? They were just fucking whipping people with those shotguns. and just Yeah, they were. They were being totally ruthless <laughs> with it. Uh, like, I understand you're in a seedy underbelly, and like you're tr- trying to hunt down a 
a killer like Kano. Yes. But these people are just there enjoying a concert. You don't need to fucking gun butt them and shit. <laughs> so, okay, this is a big plot point that I, I realized. Shang Tsung is, like, goading all these people into coming onto the tournament, right? Yes. Why the fuck is Shang Tsung want these really good fighters? He wants to, like, take over the, the, the Earth Realm, right? Yeah, he wants because the tournament goes, uh, who wins ten in a row, right? Yes, they, you have to win. Get, like, you have to win. control of the Outer Realms. Yeah, well, the, so. So he's won nine. So. Goro has helped him win nine, so, like, the fuck? Like, why would you want to have strong competitors, like, combatants with a K in the (laughs) tournament when you could just easily fucking wipe the floor with some shitty normal people? Right, but he is specifically, like, trying to goat these people into going. Like, he has Kano, he tells Kano, lure her onto the boat, and, like, you know, you're sure that this will get her on the boat? So, anyways, you meet you meet Shang Tsung again. You meet Kano. Kano's trying to lure her to the boat to to bring her to the tournament. Now she shoots a guy fucking point blank in the chest with that shotgun. Yeah, she does. And not one fucking person in that club turns around or runs away. They're just jamming the fuck out. The music's so loud they can't hear a shotgun blast. Shit, it was so close it it muddled the fucking the sound of it, man. <laughs> I don't know, uh, but for some reason she gets like a, a hint. She gets a hint that Kano has escaped, and she, I guess she's still chasing him. Then we cut to Johnny Cage, and he's walking in to this building. You want to describe this scene? Yeah, so he's walking in this building. There's uh, what was there five guys there? Four? Or yeah, five four guys. or five guys. And they're like they're busting out their weapons like like extended batons. One guy has a fucking taser stick. They have different sorts of weapons. And Johnny Cage just like walks in. Let's and he dance. He starts just fighting, <laughs> fighting all these guys. And like it's very shitty choreography. Like choreography, choreography. It's fucking terrible. And then pretty much he's kicking all their asses and like hits the one guy. And he's just like standing there like wobbling back and forth like. This is the part where you fall down, yeah. Johnny Cage says to him. So, okay, see, you and just then, said it too. You said, but we talked about this off mic a minute ago. I, this is a Mandela. This is secret transmission seeping in. But I remember him saying, this is the part where you fall down. It, he actually says, this is where you fall down. And that's it. Yes, this is where you fall down. Sorry, my bad. Because you got in my head before <laughs> we recorded. And that's why that happened. This is where you fall down. So he's like, this is where you fall down. And then you hear someone yell, cut. And it's like, oh, what the he's fuck? On movie like set. The first time watching this. <laughs> yeah, because Johnny Cage is the fucking movie star. And there's some Sp- Steven Spielberg looking motherfucker. Oh, he looks like, just Johnny, like Steven I'm Spielberg. I'm going to lose my job over this. Come on, Johnny. Totally come back. Lo- come back. Don't leave me up here. Yeah, I'm going to lose my ass over this, Johnny. <laughs> and, and then he starts yelling through the megaphone. Johnny's like, I'm going to be in my trailer. He's fuck a off. dick, too. He's like, I, I don't do second takes. I don't do second takes. Like, he's kind of a... He doesn't... These characters do not come oh, off... He's Johnny fucking Cage, man. Yeah, but these characters do not come off as, like, likable characters. And I'll get more into that here in a minute. So he, he walks off, and he meets his master, the one that trained him. And he's holding a magazine, and he's like, the reporters think that you're fake. And he's like... Oh, master, what's up? Yeah, that's he- what I said right on the cover. It was like the Inquisitor or something, like... Some shitty newspaper that that was right on the front of it. Yeah, so he's not a real martial artist, is I guess what the they're calling him a fake about. Uh, so he tells him about this tournament, and Johnny Cage is like, "Yeah, I'll prove them wrong. I am real." So as the uh, master is walking away, he shapeshifts into 
Shang Tsung, because that's what Shang Tsung does. Shang Tsung, motherfucker. So does Shang Tsung take the guy's soul? <laughs> he just randomly killed this guy just to set Johnny Cage up. That's what I've always thought, this, too, uh, is that to Shang... To get him onto the boat? Yeah, I've always thought Shang Tsung had to have their souls to transform into him. Uh, that's what I I know, and they do that in that movie, or in this movie as well, yeah. so... But I just think that's funny. Why the fuck is Shang Tsung like, oh, I need this movie star to come to my tournament? Like, it makes no sense when you really think about it. It's funny. Now now we're back to Liu Kang. Okay, he, he's had the dream, apparently, uh, about Shang Tsung, and his people know about the tournament. Like, he goes back home, and he's trying to ask his grandfather about his brother and everything, and, and uh, they're like, you're not ready for the tournament. Through this entire movie, they keep telling... Liu Kang, you're not ready. You're not ready. So I think that's a that's very important. He's not ready at all. No, of course he's not ready because everyone tells him he's not, <laughs> even though he's the motherfucking chosen one. Yeah, apparently. So Raiden comes in and there everyone bows to him, and Liu Kang's like, "That's not Raiden. This is just a beggar." And Liu Kang tries to attack him, and Raiden just fucking flips him on his ass. Like, it's nothing. Yeah, he pretty much tells me, oh, okay, then prove yourself, and then just fucking smokes him. <laughs> As an elder god should. And it just takes one move to to put him down, you know? But if Shane Sunk, like, later on in this movie, put himself in the tournament, why the fuck couldn't Raiden? Right, yeah. It, uh, I, know, I know the gods aren't supposed to get involved into the tournament, but, like, Shane Sung, like, I guess he's not a god, but fuck. He changes He's the rules. Powerful. Yeah, he changes the rules at all at the last minute. We'll get there. So this is the part that I was talking about because N- N- Luke Kang's just like, you know what? Fuck you, Raiden. I'm going to go. I'm going to this tournament. This is the part that I thought was the funniest. They go to the docks. They're all meeting at the docks. You see Johnny Cage. You see Luke Kang. You see Sonya hiding out with Jax, you know, looking for Kano. Johnny Cage has all this luggage and... Liu Kang walks by and he's like, hey man, uh, will you put my my bags on the on the boat when it gets here? And he hands him money. Liu Kang is such a prick, he picks up one of his things that he takes the money and then throws his luggage in the water. The, yeah, what a fucking asshole. Dude, there's nothing like him. I guess like he thought he was like a peasant or something, right? When he's fucking No, like, he you know what? Fighters, I, because so. because that's kind of what I was thinking. Like maybe he's he was saying something shitty to him. I rewound it and listened to him. Johnny Cage is just like, dude, I'll offer you money to fucking put this shit on my on the boat for me. Like he's not he doesn't he doesn't talk down to him or anything. It's the weirdest scene I've ever seen, I think. Where Luke King's just like, yeah, fuck you, buddy, and throws his shit in the water and takes his money and walks away. <laughs> so fucking weird. Okay, so they get on on the ship now. Uh, it's a handful of people on a leaky boat going to save the world, Toby. <laughs> that's right. That's right. Um I I like that they're this boat is fucking cool. The boat's really cool. It still looks really cool. The fog looks corny as shit, though. All the fog that's on the boat and everywhere, there's so much fog. Yeah, tons of fucking fog. Sonya gets on the ship and everything, and she's looking for Kano. I gotta find Kano. And for no reason at all, this is when all three of our heroes, Johnny Cage, Liu Kang, and Sonya, all meet up, and they're all chit-chatting. For no reason at all, after Liu Kang was a dick to fucking Johnny Cage... 
Johnny Cage is hitting on Sonya. Yeah, you don't think he'd be pissed that he threw all of his fucking clothes and shit into the water? Yeah, like they're just like chumming it up. It's It fucking makes no sense when you really look at it. Just like his luggage, just chum now. Just <laughs> chumming it up. So Sonya goes down into the boat and they're like, hey, we should follow her. And they, they follow her. They meet Sub-Zero and Scorpion. Sub-Zero freezes Sonya's gun. Scorpion has the thing come out of his hand. And none of them are fucking panicking or, like, freaked out at all. They're just no, like, oh. because, because, like, I don't know if they've seen mutants or, like, I guess they're not really mutants, but seen, like, supernatural powers, so to say, in, like, their day-to-day lives. Like, if someone came up to me right now, and I don't own a gun at all, but if I had a gun and someone came up to me and froze my gun in front of me and snapped it in half... I'm going to be losing my shit. Dude, if someone can't... Or if I saw a guy with, like, bring out a fucking, like, mosquito-looking motherfucking dagger out of his hand and, like, it snaps at me, I'm going to be freaking out. Yeah, yeah. Me, personally speaking. I'm sure everyone would. If if I'm holding a fucking drink in my hand and someone freezes it with their hand, I'm going to panic. Like, whoa, what the fuck did you just do? How did you do that? They are well, I really hope David Blaine doesn't come around to you. <laughs> <laughs> be very upset. <laughs> um, well, Raiden ends up bolting in there and saving them. And this is the first instance we see that the CGI is, does not hold up. What did you think of the CGI of Scorpion's hand and the lightning? How did you? I was watching the HD version, and that kind of <laughs> did help. Yeah. But yeah, you can you can definitely tell that this is aged. Yeah, it's it's so aged. <laughs> I I I throw that aside when I'm watching something I love like so much growing up. So I'm just like, yeah, no, I can. It's bad, but I I can deal with it. Right. This is where my kid like he's like, yeah, I'm done with this. Cause I tried to watch it with Zim and he he wasn't having it. <laughs> I've watched it with uh, said, Gibson before, cool and he liked it. Coming up. There are a lot of fights in this movie. There's a ton. Like half the movie's fucking fights. It's great. Yeah. So I've got a problem. Well, that's what you want with Mortal with, Kombat, man. Yeah, of of course. But there's something really weird about the pacing of the movie and like how some of the fights are like organized and they're like, all right, we're going to be at the beach and we're going to fight and there's going to be people there watching and Shang Tsung's going to be sitting there. But then sometimes you're just going to be fighting in a room all by yourself where no one is watching. Cutscene forced. Yeah. <laughs> like, so you're in, like on the beach watching, then like, okay, forest fight. Let's go. Yeah. It just, it makes no sense at all. Like the pacing, like it's so weird. We're, we're getting to the Island. Let's just get to the Island there is so much comedy in this part where Johnny Cage is trying to get his his fucking bags off the boat and he head dives into the water. Johnny Cage is trying to carry his luggage up these stairs and drops them and they're just all making jokes. And it, Dude, Johnny Cage is Deadpool before Deadpool was Deadpool. Before yeah. Ryan Reynolds was Deadpool. This dude would have been the perfect Deadpool, I, th- I think. Just because of how, like, because he's a pretty good actor. I I think, I don't know what else I've seen him in, but he was pretty good as Johnny Cage. And he's real witty. So they get to the island. You meet Katana. She's sitting, like, up on something. And then you also get the introduction of Reptile with some more bad CGI. Oh, my fucking God. (laughs) Like, I grew up watching Reboot and shit like that. And, like, this is just fucking terrible. 
like Reptile was one of my favorite characters, and I'm like, oh shit, Reptile is gonna be in this movie. I read somewhere like AGM or Game Pro or whatever the fuck, right? Yeah. And I was so excited for Reptile, then I saw the fucking lizard, and I'm like, because I didn't know what was gonna happen later on, but I'm just like. Are you fucking shitting me right now? Like, this is fucking Reptile? Yeah. He, like, he looks like a, a reject from the... He couldn't even make it into the Super Mario's movie. That's how bad this fucking was. <laughs> yeah, it was terrible. Um, okay, so now they're they're in this big room. They're eating. They're having this big feast. And Shang Tsung announces, Now for a taste of things to come. And they start drumming, and they start mo- throwing all the tables, and all these oily men line yeah, up. The t- there's, there's so many fucking like, like delicious foods on the table, and they just fucking just throw them all to the ground. And yeah, all the oily men. I really appreciate Dude, that. Dude, there was so out. many oily men in this movie. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so they all line up, and then you see. Sub Zero walk down, and you see this dude like crack his back and like does all this martial arts bullshit. And he starts charging him, and you see Sub Zero throw the ice ball, freeze him. He hits the ground and shatters in front of uh, Shang Tsung, and Shang Tsung flawless victory. He does a full on flying drop kick, which Liu Kang should have done. But uh, anyways, and then he gets frozen midair and just fucking obliterates himself. I, and how many times did you say flawless victory in this game? Okay, it's funny because flawless victory in the in the game is when you don't get touched at all, right? You don't yeah. get a hit. It's a flawless victory. There's there's one fight where they beat the shit out of each other. It's the Liu Kang's first fight on the beach, and uh, he gets beat up, and and Shang Tsung's like flawless victory. What? You? I think you just like saying flawless victory, fucker. Uh, so after all this, uh, we get a tease of Goro. We see Goro's hand, right? For some reason, Sonya is dead set on finding Kano, even though like they're here for this tournament now. For some reason, Liu Kang and and Johnny Cage want to help find Kano and Liu Kang's looking for Shang Tsung because he killed his brother. And Johnny Cage is just there for support, I guess, for no reason. For these people that have been mean to him, they see Goro's shadow for no reason, and then all of a sudden they're peeking in on Kano and Goro having their own feast. Kano's got this big, huge fucking spread, just like they had, too. He's just eating like a giant turkey leg by himself. (laughs) He's stuffing his face, and Goro's so disgusted by it. So Shang Tsung ends up appearing, and he basically tells them, fucking, I take souls. What's up? So now King, uh, Liu Kang and all, all the gang know about Shang Tsung taking souls. And now you can tell Goro is a puppet. Like a giant oh, yeah. puppet with his big forearms. How, how do you feel Goro looked? I thought he looked decent. He was very uh, elongated. His torso was fucking huge. Yeah. But I guess they probably had to fit like maybe one or two people in there to try to help it out. I see. Like, I don't. It didn't look like CGI at all. Like it totally looked like a puppet. It looked a lot like could... the uh, Ninja Turtle puppets, like how they move their mouths and stuff. And there's a couple times where I didn't. Yeah. I don't think the voice acting really synced up with the uh, with Goro's mouth. 
But for the most part, I think no, it, it looked good. it was kind of off at some points. There, there's some times where Goro would be standing by someone, and he'd be, like, three feet taller than them. And then, like, later on, when he fights Johnny Cage, he's almost the same height as him. Did you notice that? Yeah. Well, it's probably because, like, they weren't doing a full-on scale scene, you know? Right, yeah. close up. Oh, I, uh, I forgot one of my favorite Kano lines. What's that? It's like a... I think he talks in about uh, he's doing this before the dinner or during the dinner. He's like, you see, he freezes this guy. All right, and he explodes. I can see his guts and everything. Almost lost my lunch as he's chewing on a fucking chicken bone. <laughs> it is funny uh, him describing that the the Sub Zero fight. Uh, so, anyways, the the heroes they 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 hear the plan. They know it. They see Kano, so they try to leave. They end up getting lost in all these caverns because this is like a big like. Oh, because Johnny Cage makes a fucking noise as they turn around. Yeah, and then uh, Shang Tsung sends the fucking troops after them. Right. So now they're lost, but they see Katana walking by with like a you know to lead them, and I guess they lose track of her, and all of a sudden they're going through this tunnel. Where it's spider webs covering the door. This, as a kid, I remember thinking, obviously she didn't go this way, fuckhead, because there's these spider webs and all these doorways that look like they've been there for hundreds of years. And she's like, Sonya, Sonya goes, How do you know that she went this way? And Johnny Cage goes, I can smell her perfume. And I just always remember, like, no, fuckface, you're tearing down these spider webs. They didn't go this way. Yeah, they're thick too. Yeah. Very thick spider webs. So I always thought that was funny. Then they actually end up in that dinner room that Kano and Goro were in, and that's when they uh, they get approached by a bunch of the uh, Shang Tsung's men, and they have a big <laughs> blowout fight with probably like 30 guys, 20 guys, something like that. And uh, Raiden- Yeah, it's, like, it's a Power Ranger fight, pretty much. Yeah, it's pretty good, though. It's not bad. No, it's not bad. It's just like the guys are very easily defeated. <laughs> they are the and putty then, men. Uh, they are putty men. They just take one hit and they're they're done. There's that one scene where uh, they're talking about like how Goro has defeated all these people throughout the 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 years and everything, and he's just like it's it's seriously just like Brock Lesnar squashing opponents for fucking I know wrestling reference, <laughs> but uh, it's just, you see like. The same shot with different guys just hitting the ground every time yeah. for, like, at least a minute. It's just like, bam, 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 just girl just killing everyone. Yeah. So, uh, back at the thing where they fight all the people, Raiden comes and saves them when more soldiers show up and basically tells Liu Kang, you're not fucking ready again. And then it cuts to the next day where the tournament has officially begun and, uh... Liu Kang is fighting. They both have bow staffs. Yeah, they have bow they staffs. Remind me of Eddie Goro. Eddie Goro. Eddie Gordo. Sorry, from Tekken. Yeah, because he's kind of got like that. Uh, that I don't know what to call it because I don't know. I don't know kung capoeira? fu. Capoeira. Is that what it's called? Where they they're just like real yeah, capoeira. They're real flu- very, fluid. Very fluid with their motions. Yes, yes. It's almost like dancing, almost. And he's got the dreadlock, so it, you know it, it really looks like it. So he beats this guy. Now, I remember uh, Shang Tsung telling Liu Kang to finish him, and 
Luke Hang throws down the, you know, he 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 says no or something, but that didn't happen. Do you remember a scene like that? Uh, no, I don't. Okay, I must have made it up. But anyways, you're on your own, Toby. <laughs> so he beats this guy. Well, this movie does play with your head, like because you kind of you watch it when you're young, and like you can remember different things that didn't happen. Right? At all. Yeah, or Mandela effect. <laughs> anyway, so he Luke Kang beats this dude pretty quickly. Um, they put he puts up a good fight though, but Luke Kang is is victorious and. Uh, Shang Tsung just walks over and goes, your soul is mine, and takes the dude's soul. Right there, like... Yeah, he sucks it right over him, turns him into a fucking alien. Yeah. He it, turns gray. <laughs> he does. Which is weird, like, no one's freaked out, and, and it's... I, no, everyone's okay with this, like... Do you not realize what's going to happen to you if you fucking lose your match? This motherfucker's going to suck your soul out of your body. Right, you would think there would be, like, a scene of Liu Kang talking to Sonya or something like... Oh shit! This is some serious business. You know, it's not just a fight. You're you're fighting for your life. Yeah, that's when they all smarten up and fucking get into it. Yeah, but Sony is just uh all fucking hard. Not for Billy Madison because that's who I know her from as well. I, you know what? Hot teacher in that. I didn't realize that until you told me, and I was like, oh shit, that is her. Yeah, I was waiting for her to start asking me questions and taking off her blouse, but instead she's hunting down fucking Kano. Yeah. Which is she gets her chance shortly. Yeah, which is the, the next fight. As soon as they're done, she gets to fight Kano, and Kano comes out all suave and like, "Hey there, what what does he say? I can't remember what he says, but he's like he messes with her the whole time and talking about how he cut her partners from ear to ear. Kind of gives you some backstory, Give it up, baby. Yeah, yeah. He's like cutting his throat, like saying that. Then he, Another line is, "Give it up, baby. I studied all your moves. <laughs> yeah, I studied this." <laughs> Yeah, uh, it's kind of a short fight, really. Yeah, it is pretty much. Uh, it's very one sided. Like he comes with a knife, he gets disarmed, and then they fucking tumble around for a little bit. And she's like, "Uh, what was that line? Like, give me a break." Yeah, like, break this. <laughs> and she snaps. Oh his yeah, neck. no, give me a break. She's like, "Okay," and snaps his neck and like actually fucking kills him. Right. Yeah. I enjoyed the actor that played Kano. He did a good Kano, man. Hell yeah, he did. Sleazy, sleazy, sleazy motherfucker. <laughs> so this is what we were talking about earlier. It just cuts to the fucking field. And Johnny Cage is just walking this field of trees. These really thin fucking trees. And uh, all of a sudden, Scorpion Beautiful appears. Beautiful little forest. Yeah. Scorpion jumps out from behind these skinny-ass trees, though. And... Probably one of the cooler scenes in the movie where he sends his, his vagina hand opens. <laughs> yeah, and he sends his little spear out after him, and it chases Johnny around the fields, and it gets tied up around the trees. Um, Get over here! Yes. Oh, it's such a cool scene too. That whole the whole scorpion fight is probably one of my favorites in this whole movie. It's pretty badass. And then uh, all of a sudden, like um, it runs out, and then. He goes to fucking uh, do it again, and Johnny Cage sees his opportunity, so he gives him a shadow kick, which is awesome to see, but then all of a sudden, he gets fucking, uh, Scorpion does his teleport move, and they suck him into Freddy's basement. Dude, it's a pirate the, the ship. The room. I thought of... It's a pirate ship. It's a pirate ship? Dude, I thought it is totally a pirate ship. I was watching it, and I was to like... To me, it's like a broiler room. That's what I thought, it reminded too. reminded me of, like, a Nightmare on Elm Street shit, man. Yeah, but it's it's all wood planks and stuff, and it's it's pirate ships. 
I, I don't know why. I don't have an answer for it. But they're just fighting in this fucking red pirate ship area. And uh, they have a really cool fight. The scorpion uh, takes off his mask and... <sighs> CGI skull. And he br- yeah, but for the time, it wasn't it, bad. Dude, it was cool. Johnny ends up finding a a shield, and like it's got spikes on it, and he cuts a bladed him. shield. Yeah, and he cuts him open with it, and Scorpion ends up blowing up. I love the uh, the friendship. There's a friendship fatality, like Easter egg, where a picture falls, and it says, to my biggest fan, Johnny Cage, and it's, it catches on fire. <laughs> I always wondered, how the fuck did Johnny get out of this little dimension? Yeah, well, maybe Raiden came and got him. <laughs> I guess. I don't know. Uh, so then we cut to a different beach, a completely different beach. It's, and it's this fast. That's why I'm saying the pacing's real weird. It cuts to another beach. Now Luke Kang's fighting Katana, and Shang Tsung's watching this one, but not watching the Scorpion one, the cool fight. She's, like, fighting him half-assed, but also, like, giving him tips on how to giving win. Giving him secrets. Yes. On your next flight, on your next fight, use what gives life. Yeah. What? <laughs> she smacks him down and says it again. And and instead of like them fighting, Shang Tsung's just like, okay, enough. Like I thought this was a fight to the death. Why is the rules different right here? Yeah, no, he just, he calls his match off. He's the Vince McMahon of fucking uh, death <laughs> tournaments. <laughs> so I I guess he's like, okay, no that. That's enough. Yeah. Can't have that no more. <laughs> I don't know. They just end this match, and I guess Liu Kang is the... I, I don't know. It, it doesn't make sense. It's supposed to be to the fucking death, I thought. And then, here's here's where the pacing's weird, because it just cuts to Liu Kang walking into a room with that's empty, which you see a uh, hooded figure bringing in water in, in these little... Uh, in these buckets i wonder who that would be it's raiden he's bringing in this water buckets for no reason so luke hang's walking around and then all of a sudden sub-zero appears that's kind of stacking the fucking odds if you if you believe this guy's a chosen one why the fuck he's stacking the odds yeah you could figure it out he could do it himself it's just there's so many weird elements to this movie but yeah again we're just we yeah like water and lightning <laughs> cheap cheap joke there but we just went from the beach and now we're inside and there's no one watching this match and it's a really good fight it's it's another better one of the better fights in this movie oh yeah luke Kang versus fucking sub-zero man dude it's a it's a good fight too long story short with this one uh he is trying to do a spirit bomb from dragon ball z but he's doing it with ice i guess and he's like charging up this big ice blast thing that he's freezing the whole room yeah he's like building like yeah like circles upon himself of ice so luke kang's just like yo fuck this guy i'm ice cold i'm an ice cold killer he just grabs a bucket of water and just throws it at him <laughs> it makes this big like icicle and goes right through sub-zero's chest and kills him and freezes him for some reason so uh yeah. I was expecting a more like grandiose uh fight like Scorpion got his fucking head chopped in half and lava flying everywhere. Like you got to see his fit like his fatality when he's shooting the fire out of his mouth. Yeah. And then Sub Zero not so much. Yeah, he freezes himself. Then we see the uh the whole cutscene with Goro just fucking 
smashing people. Smash, smash, smash. It's just a cutscene of him smashing everyone. Oh, okay. It was at that point of the movie. Yeah. Then. I thought that was earlier. That's my bad, folks. Now, I forgot to mention, we met a guy on, on, the, uh, on the docks named Art. Johnny Cage meets this guy named Art. He's another martial artist. He's like, hey, you're that guy. Anyways, Johnny Cage is watching Art in this, like, squared... It's a ring with ropes and everything, and he's about to fight Goro, and he's cheering him on. Art doesn't last very long. Nope. He gets his ass beat. And then Goro... The whole thing sucked. <laughs> Goro... He got his ass kicked. Goro holds him up, and Shang Tsung takes his soul, okay? Here's the pacing of this movie, Goobs. So we see Art die, and then we see a cut scene of Johnny Cage on the beach with Sonya, and he's like... I'm going to challenge Goro. I'm going to go tell Shang Tsung, I want Goro next. And Sonya tries to tell him, no, don't do it. Good for him to have the balls to do so. Yeah, he's trying to get revenge for this friend that he talked to for five minutes on the dock. I dig it. That's, That's reason enough. And it immediately cuts to the next scene of him talking to Shang Tsung inside a building. (laughs) Like It's just like, here's Art dying. Bam, we're on the beach. Bam! We're talking to Shang Tsung. I, got, uh, I actually got the, the quote between Sonya Blade and Johnny Cage. Oh, yeah? What is it? I'll, I'll do both parts, I guess, because you can't see what I'm doing. So, Sonya Blade, I'll do a female, so that's her. Okay. You're making this sound so simple, isn't it? Yeah, it is. Because I can't let what happened to Art happen to you. Mm. Not to you. Or don't you dare to do this. Protect me, Johnny Cage. Trust me, I have a plan. <clears throat> I don't believe this. You're the most egotistical, self-deluded person I've ever met. You forgot. Good looking. <laughs> Dude, see how quippy he is? He's fucking... Should have been Deadpool. If if he was cast as Deadpool in, in like, early 2000, we would have fucking ate it up. You know? Yeah, totally. Now now he's he's talking to Shang Tsung and he basically is like, I want to fight Goro. And Shang Tsung's like, okay, you can fight Goro, but if you win, I get to pick who I want to fight. Which makes no fucking sense at all. Yeah, no, it's totally like fucking plot hole. The plot the hole plot device so- <laughs> in there. It's so stupid. If you beat my champion. I get to pick whoever I want to fight, and I'm going to fight them. And and Johnny Cage... should have been able to pick whoever he wants to fight. No. Johnny Cage should have. Yes. It should have been Johnny Cage that he fights, technically, because he beat the champion. So (laughs) Johnny's like, yeah, sure. We skipped over a really dumb line that really pissed me off. What was it? That movie. During the Scorpion fight with Johnny Cage, get down here! Oh, what did he? <laughs> every line Scorpion had was like, "Get something here." <laughs> Sorry, I decided that I pop him into my mind. I had to get it is off funny though. It is really funny when he's because it is something that you're like, "Huh?" I don't. That is weird that he said, "Get down here." <laughs> um. Okay, so now now it just cuts to the to the scene where he's about to fight Goro. Do you see what I'm saying? Like these cuts are real weird, and I'm not expecting them to like walk to everything and like there's a whole bunch of shit to happen between because this movie would be fucking six hours long. But it's just yeah. weird how like quick and like jumpy it is. Like you're here, you're there, you're here, you're yeah, there's there. There's no really much uh 
Once the fights start, the fights don't end. There's not really much story building up to that until the very end of it. <laughs> no, they're just like, fuck walking. We got punching to do. Yeah, we're not Lord of the Rings. We're Mortal fucking Kombat, right. bitches. The fight with Goro is about to start, and Goro walks up and raising his hands, and he's a badass. Johnny Cage is just standing there with his glasses, his sunglasses, and he takes them off. Goro crushes them in his hand, and... I guess like the fight starts and Johnny Cage does the splits and clocks Goro right in the nuts. <laughs> he goes fucking cross-eyed. <laughs> his hands are up in the air. The two of them are up in the air and the bottom two are grabbing his fucking cock. <laughs> and it's the most comical fucking thing. Like this big beastly man just like just getting so hurt from a fucking hit in the cock. <laughs> just like, he's, he, he's stunned for a couple minutes yes. from it, too. Johnny runs off. And I he... just, it's like fucking Looney Tunes, just the way, <laughs> I expect birds around his fucking head. The way his eyes go so cross-eyed, like, his head's wobbling back and forth. Oh, it's, it's, it's fucking, it's brilliant. It's so fucking good. So Johnny Cage runs off, and Shang Tsung's like, after him. So... Johnny's running, and all of a sudden, he comes to... He goes out this fucking door, and it's just a cliff. How the fuck did he not notice that he was walking to a, a fucking doorway that was just a dead end? Like, you could see that... Yeah, he's just climbing up a mountain at this point. Yes. So, he he kind of hides up in, in the corner. Like, there's a little bitty step where he, he climbs up on the rock... Goro runs out and doesn't see him either, which is fucking stupid. He he, very Looney Tunes like, and all of a sudden you hear Johnny Cage go, "Those are five hundred dollar glasses, asshole!" And he starts whooping his ass. Yeah. <laughs> and then uh, best line in the movie. Yeah. Uh, so now he's kicking his ass, and uh, he makes Goro do a flip. I don't know if you see this. But if if you go back and watch it again, notice this little flip that Goro does. It's pretty cool. And uh, he starts sliding off the, the mountain, the side of this cliff. And uh, Johnny Cage looks over and he gives him the line again. This is where you fall down. And then Goro falls to his death. <laughs> yeah. Now, all of a sudden, Shang Tsung has kidnapped Sonya. And he's basically changed the tournament. And he's like... I choose Sonya to be the champ to to fight, and I'm taking her to the Outworld. The last match is happening in Outworld, and he fucking sucks her into this tunnel, and they go to the Outworld. And uh, yeah, and fucking reptile, the little cocksucker blowing mist. <laughs> oh yeah, we forgot to talk about that when they were in the the little caves earlier. Uh, yeah. So reptile throughout this whole movie, just like incognito in the walls and everything and he's about to get found out yes. very shortly so raiden explains to johnny and luke luke lou luke king that uh you know he can't go to outworld he's he's forbidden since he's a god and luke king and, and johnny are like fuck it fuck it <laughs> we're going through this portal man yep and then uh they we're get gonna go save uh save the day yeah they get sucked into the butthole tunnel like, like some <laughs> the machine. Uh, so they get to Outworld and it's all fucked up and it looks like it's Armageddon there. And uh, they're walking through all this rubble. Yeah, pretty and, much. It's like dead body statues all over the fucking place. Right. So they're walking through and 
they're talking and they're just like talking about what they're gonna do and stuff. And then all of a sudden, Luke Hang's like, "Hold on," and Johnny's like, "What? What, man?" Luke Hang keeps walking backwards towards a wall, and he's like, just kind of nodding his head. And all of a sudden, ah, he just he grabs fucking reptile. <laughs> he grabs reptile and he got he got reptile. Reptile dysfunction. <laughs> and he fucking chunks him. He chunks this little CGI reptile and it lands in one of these dead body things that we see throughout this world. And it changes him into a ninja like Sub Zero. Motherfucking reptile. Now, I, I love that it says it like the video game. It goes, reptile. Did you notice that? Yes. Lo- oh, dude. I like. Snuck into the theater to watch this when I was 12. Fuck yeah, I noticed that. And I still do to this day. (laughs) Okay, here's a big problem. I I love this fight. I think this fight's... This one's also up there in my favorites. Um, I noticed Johnny Cage just... Because they end up fighting inside a building. Johnny Cage just stands outside, I guess. And doesn't come to help or anything. Like you don't you know, see all like the they... rules are out the window at this point. You might as well. well I guess right. you might be tired. You just killed Goro. <laughs> I don't know, but Liu Kang and Reptile fight for a good six minutes or so, and you don't ever even hear like Johnny Cage like kick his ass, Liu Kang. You don't hear him cheering him on or nothing. He's just like sitting outside having well, a smoke. Well, maybe because he threw his fucking bags in the river in the beginning. Of it. <laughs> That's what it is. I like that. He's like, you know what? Fuck that guy. I had some really expensive stuff in those bags. <laughs> yeah, I have hundreds of pairs of $500 glasses. <laughs> Asshole. So, uh, Liu Kang ends up killing Reptile. And uh, it's a good fight, though. It really is. And Reptile looks badass. I, I like the green outfit. Uh, I mean, he just... Oh, fuck yeah. He's one of my favorite ninjas. Yeah. So, he kills him. And all of a sudden, Katana's just like, You're learning. That's what she says. She goes, you're learning. <laughs> you're learning. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, it's it's like she was there too and she didn't fucking help against Reptile. Listen, I'm about to have a mech, like a epic match coming up shortly. Can you please fucking help me so I can save some energy? Yeah. Both these fucking assholes are just like, oh yeah, he's fine. I bet Johnny Cage is out there hitting on Katana like, yeah, what's up, girl? He's in there fighting. But, you know, me and you, if he doesn't make it through this. <laughs> Anyways, let me see what we got under that dress. <laughs> so the next scene is all three of them walking. They're just fucking walking to this big tower, and uh, she explains like the backstory of like how the emperor. Because you never hear, like you hear Shang Tsung, but there's also this like emperor that they keep talking about, which we later know is Shao Kahn. Yes, oh my god, that fucking CGI is terrible. <laughs> but we all we know him as is the Emperor through the entire movie, and they talk about how the Emperor took over Outworld when his world won so many Mortal Kombats and whatever, and that's why Shang Tsung adopted her, or no, the Emperor adopted her, and blah, 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 blah. So, it, it has a cut scene of some... Really, really god awful CGI of the tower. Shang Tsung has forced Sonya into a uh, a nice little leather number. Did you notice a little leather yeah. skirt? <laughs> Some nice little leather. Can't complain. 
So now she's uh, refusing to fight Shang Tsung, and Shang Tsung's like, oh, so you give up? You give up? And conveniently, Katana, Johnny, and Liu Kang are dressed up in these monk outfits like the rest yeah, of Yeah, the whole thing, like Shang Tsung says to her, one last chance, Sonya, fight me in Mortal Kombat. Go to hell. Ho, 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 take her away. The Emperor will be overjoyed. Yeah. Then, like, she says my friends will come, and they're like, I was laughing so hard because they take, like, a few second break to, like, get to it. I'm like, ha, her friends are going to come. She's going to jerk her off, jerk them off. And it's like, we're already here. And then they take off their fucking hoods. <laughs> they were dressed up as druids the whole time. Dude. The thing it is- was me, Austin. <laughs> it was me. <laughs> it reminded me of Vince McMahon taking the fucking mask off. Yeah. Oh, yeah, for sure. But you know what? There's a whole adventure that we miss of them, like, sneaking into this fucking tower. And I know they're cutting it for time. They're trying to get to it. But it, it feels like we're we're watching, like, previously on X-Men. Like, you're just watching, like, the, the, <laughs> the main beats of it. And you're not getting, like... Dude, they had to sneak into this tower. They had to take some druid costumes. They had to fucking, you Drunk know. Cut combat. <laughs> There's a whole fucking story that we're missing in, in all this. Now, Liu Kang's like, I challenge you, Shang Tsung. And Shang Tsung's like, all right, fine, bitch. And they fight a little bit. Fuck it. And then. Oh, dude. That's when the fucking music kicks in. You hear the music when it first starts. And then you hear the music again when this battle starts. Like, Mortal Kombat! It's like, you start punching the air and shit and going absolutely apeshit because this song still fucking holds up to this day. You're all fucking pumped. Like, this is the fucking song. This is why I'm here. Liu Kang gets a good shot on to, on to Shang Tsung and makes him bleed a little bit. Bleeds his own blood. And oh, and he gets pissed. And he <laughs> spits it on the ground. And he's like, here, here's some more people to fight. So basically he gives him like the gauntlet fight. You know, in, in the games, how you have to fight like two at a time at there towards the end before you fight Shang Tsung and everyone. He he gives him a little. He gives him like eight people. Yeah, he gives him like five or six, like, I guess they're souls of warriors that he's captured. They he, were supposed to be the strongest warriors of all time. Right. And Liu Kang made fucking jokes of them. He hit. He would punch one of them, and they'd be down for the whole fucking time. So it was just like a referee, just like, okay, you're done and gone. Yeah, there's like a samurai, and like, there's like, an, I don't know, I guess it's supposed to be like Genghis Kong. I, I don't know. They're just, he whoops them all. There's like five of them. He kicks their ass. and Very then, easily. Yeah. And then Shang Tsung's at the top of the stairs, and he's like, I'm up here, bitch. <laughs> Basically, and, Shang, and Liu Kang's like, ah, and he runs upstairs. And this is when the spikes, because there's a big, huge Mortal Kombat dragon right in the middle of the room, which is fucking cool. Fuck I kind of, yeah. I want one of my, like, my the spikes. Room. Oh, dude, my I'd like to have one in my dungeon. I mean, live or bedroom. <laughs> but um, I like how the spikes. Speaking of dungeons and bedrooms, shows to Jenny Bean. You get your one shout out. We didn't forget about you. <laughs> there it is. <laughs> but um, yeah, spikes that come out of the floor like. They come out in rows, like, inside the dragon. It's fucking badass, dude. Because you're like, oh, man, someone's going to get a fucking fatality. It's pretty much the pit right there. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And so he confronts Shang Tsung again, and he's like, it's over. 
And Shang Tsung does a little magic and turns into his brother. Has one last trick up his sleeve. Yep. He's like, I'm your little brother, <laughs> motherfucker. Turns around. And he's like, he made his own choices because every warrior has to live by a code. And then so he, he's pretty much he got his brother killed pretty much because his brother got killed by Shane Song. So he's just like absolving himself of that like memory. And so he can finally finish this off and kill Shane Song. Right. And the, you see souls getting sucked from Shane Song's face. Yeah, as because Liu Kang starts beating the piss out of him, and you see all these souls and everything. It, it's pretty cool. Pretty cool. Yeah, no, it's great. They have the fight. Shang Tsung starts to get the upper hand for a second, and then Liu Kang like, gets a second win and just really starts whooping ass. Yeah, he starts laying it in, man. Yeah. And he throws a fucking... You can't really see it. But it's short range. He throws a fireball. He does. I, I, I. That's one of the main points I have written down is is the fucking fireball. We we don't get many like mortals doing moves. Like we kind of get the shadow kick a little bit, but we don't get anything else cool. And man, in that fireball, it's just the one. But you're just like fuck yeah. Now he did do a bicycle yeah, kick when he need. when he fought uh 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 reptile, didn't he? Or was it Sub-Zero? Uh, I believe so. He bicycle kicked someone. I think it was the reptile fight. He did the bicycle kick. But the, the fucking fireball. And he fucking knocks Shang Tsung off this pillar and onto those spikes. And then a big explosion happens. And all the souls come out of Shang Tsung. And it's epic. And his brother's soul walks out of it. And he's like, thank you. You did good. He, he's like, but I have to go. <laughs> and he, I'm going. See ya, fucker. <laughs> so all the souls. I'm, I'm a ghost. I'm a ghost, ghost, ghost. <laughs> it would have been funny if he would have been like, boo, or something. <laughs> or he tried to fight him. Yeah, he's like. This is your real final battle. <laughs> uh, so all the, all the souls escape. They win Mortal Kombat. They stop all the the outer world from coming in and and taking over earth and uh they leave Big happy celebration Goal. yeah they, they they show them and then all of a sudden they're walking to the celebration and then boom big tower blows up and shao connor fucking pops out looking like zordon from power rangers <laughs> dude the, his then, makeup uh, is terrible like he looks like scaly oh, the whole mask is garbage it's it's fucking terrible. It's it's absolutely trash. But then they're like, yeah, we're ready for this. And they all pose off in their final battles. And that's the end of the fucking And then movie. we get the music one last time. Final do, battle do, pose. Do, 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 do. Yeah, so that's the movie in the nutshell. And uh, Toby's got a little fun fact. So guess what, guys? Time for fun facts, Toby. Ping! <laughs> so, uh, real quick, some fun facts anyways. Uh, the filming began in August 1994 and ended in December 1994. Uh, some of That's the pretty fast fucking turnaround. Yeah, especially... I wonder for, why there's so many jump cuts. <laughs> especially for back then. Uh, I guess there was originally going to be more romance between uh, Katana and Liu Kang, but it was cut. So, I guess that... If you notice, if you go back and watch this, all the reptile scenes, I think, were added later because I think they showed a version of the test. This is what it sounded like. They showed a version of the film that didn't have the reptile scenes, and 
they went back after a test audience was shown the movie and they added that's why well, more reptile well like when they're when they're in the caverns and stuff like the lighting is way different when when he has when reptile spits in his face and then like even the scene where Johnny's not involved that's why I think Johnny's not involved is because you know they they did some pickup shots and that's I think they recut all that, and that's why they were just like, yeah, Johnny's oh, not shit. I don't know that for sure, but that's what it seems like after I read that. I was like, oh, that makes sense now. Johnny why? doesn't know Luke Cannon <laughs> reptile fight every day on a Monday. Now, here's the other cool thing. If you notice, like, watch when he fights with reptile. It looks really awkward. It's because they didn't know how reptile was going to look. So he, when he's fighting, like, the CGI reptile... They had no idea what he what he actually looked like or how big he was or anything. So that's why Liu Kang's hands look all fucking weird when he's fighting him. So he didn't have any clue what he was fighting. Apparently Cameron Diaz was originally uh, cast for Sonya Blade. But she had to drop out after she had a wrist injury. And then... Uh, oh, shit. Yeah. That would have been totally different if she was in it. Yeah. Uh, Brandon Lee was the filmmaker's first choice to play Johnny Cage, but obviously he died on the uh, yeah cr- the, crow. the crow happened yeah, and uh, then they even He's wanted supposed to be uh, Johnny Cage or Luke Kang Johnny Cage. Oh yeah, I think that would have been good though. I I take him as a ringer for Luke Kang. Uh... He would have been good as either or. I think like he's really uh, charismatic in in the crow. I think he would have been a, a pretty decent fit for Johnny Cage. Uh I think the guy they got was was Johnny Cage though. Uh and also oh, fuck yeah. John John Claude Van Damme was apparently supposed to be Johnny Cage too, but he took the Street Fighter movie instead. Thank God for that. Yeah. Um Lieutenant Guile. <laughs> so i guess in the it was scripted for a scene uh but it wasn't filmed where after uh, goro kills art they take him out to a garden and they bury him by a statue of kung lao and uh there's supposed to be a fight scene between jade and sonya that they didn't get to so jade was supposed to be a character in this movie too oh yeah, they mentioned Kung Lao in this movie, yeah. but they don't really show him. Yeah, they mentioned that uh, Liu Kang is a descendant of Kung Lao, which is how it is in the video games as well. Uh, there was a guy named Steve James that was originally going to play Jax, but he ended up dying of uh, pancreatic cancer a year before the production of the That's film. Terrible. Yeah, so they they had a different character as Jax, uh, Lieutenant Jax. Jax is very forgotten in this movie. Yeah, no, he's he's just at the beginning of it, and then you never even think about Jax again. He has a bigger role in the oh, second he, one. He fights Goro and gets fucked up. That's pretty much it. No, that's not Jax. That's Art. I thought it was Jax. No, that's Art. <laughs> that's Art. Um... So, April 11th, 1995, an animated prequel was released called Mortal Kombat The Journey Begins. Did you ever watch that? The animated one? The, the It's called The Journey Begins, and there's, like, CGI and, like, motion capture, like, uh, like stories, background stories for each of the characters. No, I don't think I have. 
I used to have it on VHS, and it's terrible. <laughs> it's really terrible. I want to go back and watch it, though, because I haven't watched it in years. In 1996, a 13-episode season uh, of an animated cartoon, the Mortal Kombat Defenders of the Realm. That's pro- one that you probably remember. Yes. I had that on VHS. I, I remember watching that... Uh, <sighs> Maybe on like UPN or something. I one of the channels down here. I don't know if y'all have UPN up up in Canada, uh, but I remember watching it in the mornings on Saturdays. There was a 1997 sequel called Mortal Kombat Annihilation, and then there was a spinoff TV series, which I, which I remember as being god awful. Oh, it's bad, and we may have to cover it one day, but. For now, we we we're just gonna say it's it's not very good. <laughs> there was a spinoff TV series in 1998 called Mortal Kombat Conquest, which had twenty. It had one season of 22 episodes, and uh, it ended on a fucking huge cliffhanger. And the production was so fucking terrible. I torrented it a long time ago to watch it because I was so excited to find out about this show. And like, there's there's parts in it where you can see like the boom mic hanging down in the top of the screen. It's so fucking bad. But mm. some of the some of the fight scenes are pretty good, but it's just the sets are horrible. You can see boom mics and oh, it's bad. And it leaves on the fucking biggest cliffhanger ever. It's and it used to be on TNT, so I think it used to play like before or after WCW. <laughs> or something like that. Oh, yeah. Because I kind of makes ha- sense. I kind of remember it coming on, but I, I just don't remember when. But anyways, that's all I've got for fun facts. Uh, overall, goobs, what do you think of the movie? Give me, give me, lay it on me. I will just make it short and sweet. I will give this movie. We're gonna, we're gonna give it a little rating. Sure, sure. I didn't, I didn't know we were, but sure, I'll give it a rating. Yeah. Ooh. If you want to lay it on you, I'll lay it on you. So, as video games movies go, this is one of the better ones that I enjoy. My childhood uh, self goobs. I first time I went to go see it, I wasn't allowed to go see because I wasn't old enough. And then, uh, fuck it, next time we went, me and my buddy, we bought tickets for another movie and snuck in to go see it because fuck you. Nice. Rebellion. <laughs> yeah, let's go see fucking Mortal Kombat. <laughs> Because it was PG-13 and we were 12 and they wouldn't let us in. <laughs> so we were upset and then we stuck in again. So, uh, how many times have I watched this movie throughout my life and how many times have you watched Dude, it? Like, too many. Numerous, countless. And like something I will enjoy throughout the rest of my life, which is I hope is immortal because why not? Like Raiden, let's just live all these years. <laughs> so let's go... Uh, I'll give it a 7. A 7 out of 10, I feel, is uh, justifiable for this. It's it's cheesy. Cheesy as fuck, but I love cheesy. Cheesy movies are like my fucking bread and butter. And I had a lot of laughs as like how bad this was, and there's a lot of laughs to be had with this movie. There's some great fight scenes, and the acting is decent at best, but it is what it is, man. It's a fucking... Pretty decent video game movie. Have you ever seen it? Go fucking check it out. Yeah. Or we just pretty much told you all about it, so you don't need to do that. No, anymore, you still so. want to go watch it. You still want to watch it. And, and you just want to know you now that we've pointed out so much shit, now you need to go back and watch it and be like, 
yeah, you need to go for that ride. Um, I, I you know what? What about you? Toby? I'm gonna give it an eight. Even though, Bullshit. even though the pacing of this movie is fucking god awful, the CGI I don't feel holds up anymore. The acting is is okay. I think they did a, a very good like tight rope walk of like it being comedic, but also action as hell. It's got a good blend of of you know. Tons of fights. Tons of fights. Tons of jokes. They make fun of themselves a little bit at it, you know. I, it's just a fun movie. There was one point that I just realized I was sitting on my couch, cross-legged, watching this movie like a fucking little kid, and I was like, oh, I'm having a good time watching this. Who the fuck's this cross-legged on the couch? Dude, me, because I was fucking into it. I was sitting there excited, like, waiting. Did you have some Cocoa Puffs on your lap, too? I had popcorn. I went and popped a bag of popcorn to sit there and watch and eat the, while I was watching this movie. I had a lot of fun revisiting this movie. It's... It's mindless fun entertainment. I think it's it still holds up, even though the CGI is crappy. If you don't think too hard about the plot, like all the, oh, how the fuck did they get in the tower? Like, don't. This movie. Yeah, I think that's all it is. If you love Mortal Kombat, you'll like this one. The second one, I think, I think if you're a Mortal Kombat fan, you're, you'll like it. But if you're not, then you you'll just be like. Fuck that. <laughs> Fuck that movie. But this one, I think, is good. So that's that's it. That's all I, sa- I got to say about it. It's fun. I had a good time. You had a good time? Like Reptile jerking you off? Finish him. All right. Real quick, we're going to uh, wrap this show up. But first, we need to celebrate our patrons who support us. And uh, you can do so, too, if you go to Patreon. We love every single one of you. That's right. And you can support the show too if you go to patreon.com slash bad secret media. Here are the patrons that we'd like to say we love. We've got David Fulmer. Friendship. HF Raider. Friendship. Sammy Chivers. Friendship. Trey Dishman. Friendship. Angel Sanchez. Friendship. I'm so hard not to say anything else. Chris Laib. Friendship. Derek Hayes. Friendship. Caleb. Babality. <laughs> Mass Llama. Friendship. <laughs> and uh, again, those are our patrons that are supporting our We're show. We're all friends. We love every single one of you. Yep. Again, Me and Toby are talking over each other, but thank you very, very fucking much. From yes. the bottom. Of our cockles. Cockles. Uh, now, if you support our Patreon, it actually supports this show and Goobs and I's other show. Goobs and I's other show? <laughs> that, I don't know if that's Grammarly. Grammarly? I'm not making any sense. But go to patreon.com slash badsecretmedia. <laughs> Goobs, tell us about that other show real quick. It's time to goobinize. It's <laughs> <laughs> <You know, laughs> so Transformers were all joined together and shit, or sorry, Power Rangers. Either way. But uh, go check out the derailers with uh, my wonderful wife, Jenny Bean, my best friend, Ripkin. We take the train off the tracks, do very little research, and pick a random topic. Uh, hopefully, Toby's going to be on one of the episodes coming out shortly. And it's a lot of fun. Yeah. Why not? Go listen to another show with me on it. If you love your man, you're going to love the derailers. 
and I love you for listening. And follow me on Twitter and Instagram at GoobsGoobsWN. Toby, what about you, good sire? Well, for me, you can go to Twitter and Instagram and follow me at Toby Von Doom. You can go check out my show, The Secret Transmission Podcast, where we talk about conspiracies, the supernatural, and anything spookly dookly. It's on all the major podcasting platforms. And you can follow it on Instagram and Twitter at Secret Transpod. And for the secret levels, you can follow us on Instagram and Twitter at Secret Levels Pod. On Facebook, we have a Facebook page and a Facebook group where you can chit chat with me and the Jenny Bean, the Goobs' wife. And then we have. We have a motherfucking Discord! Go check out our Discord. Tons of great people in there. And come in, have great conversations, chat with us. I'm on there pretty much every fucking night. I try to be at least. Could be one on one, it could be five on one. And who knows? Five on one guys is a great night. Hey. hey. <laughs> uh yeah. And get yourself luck get yourself some lucky and come on Discord. <laughs> uh also, real quick, I want to add on our Patreon. Uh we also we've got new content on the Patreon all the time. Sometimes it's me and Goose bullshitting. Uh, sometimes it's a secret transmission, sometimes it's a Beans Reads, and uh, I, we just started doing these things. I don't know if they're going to take off or not, but Pocket Reviews, where we review uh, Game Boy games or something, maybe a mobile game. Uh, who knows? It could be something that Goops picked up on PS4 that we just can't get around to, to giving a full review to, so it'll be just little Pocket Reviews. So... That'll be on the Patreon. So, like, everything I have on PS4? (laughs) (laughs) Um, But also, Goobs, we have t-shirts. Yes, we certainly diddly do. Go to tpublic.com slash user slash secret levels. And why not get one of our great shirts from one of your great chests? No matter what size you are, they'll fit you. They will. Because they do. And they're nice and soft and comfy. Yeah, you order the size. People will be like... You look fucking beautiful right now. Like, yeah, I do, because I'm wearing secret levels. And then you wink at them, and then you're going to fornicate and have babies. Secret babies. If you're married or whatnot, you can have secret babies. Game over, folks. <laughs> <laughs>